Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy, it's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. If you are listening in real time and you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had the best Thanksgiving after. I hope you don't have too much of a Thanksgiving hangover today because I know sometimes we can have a food hangover, we can have an alcohol hangover, we can have a family and not setting boundaries hangover, or we can really protect our energy and be mindful and have zero hangover at all. And that's what I want to talk about today because we are going into the holiday season. Thanksgiving really kicks it off. And then after this, we have holiday parties with work. Our kids have them, families. We have New Year's. There is a lot going on in December, and it is really, really easy to get caught up in all of it. And what I want to teach you to do is some really simple things to not only feel your best physically, but also feel your best mentally in December and going into 2023. And look, I realize that December is not a time where I'm like, crush your goals. This is where you should be because we don't have a lot of time, right? We don't have a lot of extra time and energy to give, but there are really simple things that can help us not only survive December without massive overwhelm and our body feeling like it's taking a beating, but also things that will help set our 2024 up to feel really, really good, right? So not New Year's Day doesn't come around and we're like, oh, geez, like what do I have to feel, what do I have to do to like get my shit together? No, you already have it together. If we can just bring it back down a little bit to create some mindfulness in our body, mindfulness in eating, and also mindfulness in setting boundaries. I know we talk about holiday weight gain. And when I say we, I don't talk about it a lot, but in general, the health industry is always talking about holiday weight gain. But to be honest, I don't think it's just food related. Like the posts that are telling you how many calories a Christmas cookie is and what it takes to burn that off. It's like, let's actually zoom out and look at the whole picture going on and realize that a lot of time food is just a clutch, 
right? It's there. It's making us feel safe. And maybe we're using it to distract us. Maybe we haven't had a second to ourselves to build an actual balanced meal or our family is stressing us out beyond belief or finances. And we're going to food for those reasons. And I think we talk about the deeper stuff here. Like, yeah, some of us are just eating too many Christmas cookies and we're like not in tune with our body at all. We're not linked to anything. We're just like letting it take over. That happens, but also there's a lot of deeper reasonings this is going on. So let's first talk about holiday bloat because I hear all the time, like, what can I do about bloating? I get really bloated after I eat X, Y, and Z or after holiday meals, sugar, eating gluten, and understand that it's usually not just one thing that's making you bloated. Being really overly stressed can also make you bloated. Eating really fast can make you bloated. It's not always the specific foods that you are eating, but let's talk about it in general and talk about things that can help limit bloating. Number one is just slowing down. I know in the holiday season, it isn't a season of slow, But if you can slow down before your meals and chew more, you will notice a massive difference in digestion. It's funny that everyone reaches for gut health supplements and probiotics and bloating supplements, but yet we're eating on the go, distracted all the time. We're barely taking a breath in between our meals. We're drinking while we're eating our meals. We're eating them very quickly. And those things switching those things will impact your gut health probably 10 times more than a probiotic ever will, especially considering that most probiotics are generic. Um, And if you don't want a generic probiotic, I would use gut personal. It's the probiotics that I use. And to be honest, I started on more intense probiotics and now I've worked myself down to ones that are just base and magnesium every single day because I used to really struggle with gut health too. But here are the things that I want you to do. I want you to take three deep breaths before your meals, especially the holiday ones. Or if you're running around, getting presents, trying to work, trying to make all of these things happen, three deep breaths before your meals. What this will do is it will bring your body out of fight or flight. When your body's in fight or flight, it cannot digest food properly. Digestion shuts down because it sends blood flow to your extremities. So everything in between isn't getting the love that it needs. So take three deep breaths before your meals and try and eat a little bit slower. I know it's not realistic for us to say we can't eat distracted or in front of a screen. A lot of times we can't help that, but we can help the rate in which we eat, and we can take three deep breaths before our meals, and those things will immensely help digestion. They say that our food should have 30 chews, and what's crazy is that sometimes we don't even chew our food. Think about foods that we eat like smoothies, soups, yogurt. It's like it is just like down the throat, down the hatch, and we're not giving our body a chance to digest it, understanding that digestion starts in our mouth, in our saliva, the digestive enzymes start to break the food down. And when we miss a massive piece of the digestive process, our gut is going to take a beating. It's going to feel it. And it probably won't break the food down as well, which leads to things like bloating, like leaky gut, like digestive issues and all of the above. So if you're somebody that struggles with holiday bloating, take some deep breaths before your meals, slow down and try and create a little bit of balance right? When you're eating your meals, 
when you have different textures, different varieties, different macros on your plates, you have a protein, a carb, and a fat, and there is a lot of variety, we tend to eat a little bit slower. And also it's better for our body to have more balance and variety while doing this. So build your plates with things that you like, that you enjoy, things that are different, right? We don't always have to be having like a big thing of like carbs on our plate of the same carbs because it's the only thing that we like. Try and add in some variety, not demonizing carbs here, but I also love proteins and healthy fats on your plates too. One thing that you can also do, and this is the last thing I'm going to do for bloating, is get some gentle movement in after you eat. Whether it's light stretching, I love going for a walk because like yoga after I eat just as like a down dog doesn't feel good for me. Um, I love going for a light walk. Not only can it help reduce bloating and help with digestion, but it actually helps regulate your blood sugar. It's one of the things that's really suggested if you have insulin resistance um, to go for a 10 minute walk after your meal because it helps flush higher glucose levels out of your body. So that is one thing that you can absolutely do this holiday season. And not only that, but it would be so good for you mentally to take a little bit of walk after your meal, set a boundary, take a little bit of a break. Obviously it's not going to be after every single one, but if we can start adding in it here and there, it's going to make a big difference. So outside of bloating, things that can really impact that in general, just bloating, eating faster, making food choices that don't feel good for us is being really disconnected from our body. And I'm not a huge woo-woo girl, but I do think it's really important that we have some mindfulness techniques that we're doing, right? We have a little bit of awareness around where our nervous system is, and we're not just like running through December in fight or flight mode the entire time, because we all know how that is. You're like, I have to pick up presents. I have to wrap presents. I have to do this. I have this holiday party. And you're like, it... It feels suffocating just to say it. And so what's happening inside your body is 10 times that. So bringing a little bit of awareness to where you're at, taking deep breaths is always a huge thing because it's free and it literally takes no time. You have the opportunity to take short breaths or full breaths, bringing oxygen and blood flow into your bodies, bringing cortisol down, and also helping take you out of fight or flight mode. So always bring awareness back to your breath. And number two is set boundaries. And I cannot amplify this one enough with the clients that I work with, especially in business at like the entrepreneur clients, but also in your health is like boundaries during the holiday season. There is no better way to prioritize your self-care and your mental well-being. It is okay to say no to some things. It is okay to allocate time for yourself no matter what is going on. And I know that is very difficult, especially for my women with families. And I will never pretend to know what that's like because I don't have kids. I have a lot of nieces and nephews that I take care of, but no kids yet that I'm taking care of. That's probably coming in 2024 for us. So I might have a different perspective on this, but I still think it's so important to set the boundaries that we can. There'll be a lot of opportunity to say yes to things in the holiday season, and it is okay to say no, and it's okay to not have a reason behind it. Because what you're doing is you're honoring your mental health. You're being mindful to your body and also your family as well. Because we know that if you're not feeling happy and healthy, if you're feeling distressed, 
it's overflowing into every aspect of your life. And vice versa, if you're setting boundaries and you're prioritizing some self-care and you're taking the moments to yourself and you come back to your breath, that also overflows into every aspect of your life. And everyone that comes into contact with you can 100% feel that. So as much as I love practices like gratitude and journaling, I'm never against those, but those typically aren't my go-to tangible things for my clients. Coming back to your breath and setting boundaries creates so much more space and opportunity for like better energy in your life and just feeling more like yourself. I don't want you to go into 2024. I don't want January 1st to come around and you're like, oh, my body feels like shit. And mentally I'm just worn out and I'm beat down. And like, how do I not feel like this again? You don't have to feel like that this year, but you have to choose to make different decisions. If you're saying yes to everything, like you always do, if you're not mindful at all, if you've already gone the route in your mind of, I'm just going to eat whatever because I screwed up on Thanksgiving and I ate all of this food and the holidays are coming up and I have all these cookies and like, just screw it. I'm going to start in, in January. You are repeating last year's patterns in the year before, in the year before, in the year before. You have a choice to repeat patterns or you have a choice to break patterns. And I find that the most powerful patterns to break are actually the ones that come at times that seem the least ideal. Because if you can break a pattern in, a, in your busiest season, then you're winning. That in every other season of life, you know, and you just built the confidence that you can break it too. When clients come to me and they're like, I don't know if I should start coaching yet because I have X, Y, and Z, or I'm going on this vacation. I'm like, pause. I will never, ever be a salesperson. I'm not super salesy in general. I don't want to convince someone to do coaching. So that's never going to be me as a human. However, what if we could get results well on vacation? What if you could learn your body so well that you knew how to get results on vacation? Or what if you had a business that was set up to succeed when you were on vacation, right? We always stay away from these things because we think it's not possible, but it is possible. Just never in the mindset that we're in, never in that all or nothing mindset. So I know I want you to know going into December, you have the opportunity to break patterns or to make new patterns. And what I want you to do is to create new patterns for yourself, for your life, and for 2024. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.